You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. Today, we're doing Mandalorian Chapter 18, The Minds of Mandalore. The Minds of Mandalore. We went there. I was shocked. Like, when I first went into I know, it, man. I was like, it revealed the Chapter 18 title, The Minds of Mandalore. I was like, we're going. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm really glad they did this. I was definitely expecting a more filler type episode. I was. I was definitely <laughs> expecting a side story. There, you know? Um, which is kind of how the episode started. It started out as a side story, but we'll get in that to in it. And in a minute but i'm i'm actually glad i mean they start off right and i mean they're starting off the season strong they're like really going hard they're like okay we're going in it's all about mandalore he's going to mandalore and developing it from there and i'm yeah. really liking that and how they're they're not really i mean they're learning i mean it's not mistakes because a lot of people like the you know the slowing the side quest that he takes and everything like that but i'm really liking how it's just going right into the story i really yeah. like that what do you think? Um, I, I do. Uh, to be honest, I definitely like the first episode better. Ah, I did not. I see. I, I feel like this this episode kind of reverted back to a lot of the same Mando plots that we've seen. You know, kind of gets in trouble. Uh, Grogu saves him. A, a side character shines. Bo-Katan has got on my nerves the whole time because she was just being edgy. Uh, I did get serious um, Fellowship of the Ring vibes. Like the mm. whole like I can't think the minds of Moria, and especially right. when they're down. You know, with the big door in the water, and there's a water monster. I'm like. Bro, this is just like right. freaking Fellowship of the Ring. But I don't know. And I, I wasn't feeling the freaking costumes of the monsters either. They look goofy. You think? The oh, Alamides. Oh, oh, okay. I'll, we'll, I mean, because I know, you know they didn't CGI. But I will say, this wasn't bad. I just didn't enjoy it as much as the first. Really? I love this yeah. episode. I thought it was great. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I mean, I mean, there's so much more in this episode that meets the eye so much. There's great big themes that are incredible of what this season is building towards. And I'm really, really loving it. And I mean, it's coming in. I mean, they're going in fast and heavy. And I really think that's the move. So let's get right into the episode and break it down for you guys and um, get some details that you may have missed. So mm. we begin the episode and we get our like five minute side quest which was incredible I loved it mm. and he goes back to Tatooine to speak with the girl who fixes you know his parts and his ship but she'd be ripping off people I know it was so funny like the jaw is just like bring it back in I know bring, bring it back, back in fix it back so she's like ah oh, you gotta pay me half of front yep. I just I, I don't have the parts I don't have the time and she's the one who stole it off <laughs> she in the first stole place it off it's me. so funny um that's bad, what McCain's be doing though that's true that is you. legit it that, is legit, legit people man. do do that and it's unfortunate watch, watch out for yourself now yeah but he's coming to her he's asking for if she has a memory chips for ig11 and she's like nah fam he's like asking the jawas they're like we don't have it I'm, I'm sorry but i will give you um a droid or like you know you pay for a droid <laughs> she kept on offering him a better yeah, and better yeah, deal when yeah. someone tries so hard to make like, it, she you, just you wanted know to get rid it's of it. a bad deal yeah. man. but i mean i'm glad we did it because the droid was the astromech r5 which we recognize from a new hope as yeah. the droid that luke almost bought um, instead of R two D two, so that's incredible. I mean, bringing him back. I mean, I coming back around as Mando's new droid. That's awesome. I, I love it. <laughs> I thought honestly, because at first I didn't know who he was. Yeah, and I thought when Mando first sent him out in the world, he's just gonna die. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> like he's no, gonna go there no. and just explode. He's his new I'm droid. Like, oh, and crap! He's here to stay. That, that's the one. But and I yeah. love our. I loved him. I thought he was hilarious. Listen, he was great. That's what been me as a drama. I'm not doing I, I'm that. I'm not stuff doing it. No, I'm afraid. He's like shaking his head. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not and going. And then she's like, "You fought in the rebellion. You can do this." He's like, mm, 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 nah, I'm not doing this. Uh, I can't <laughs> blame him though, man. R2 would have done it in a heartbeat though. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, Freaking goat. He is the goat. That's a goat. He is the goat droid. You're right. All right. But anyway, we get off and we go off and then we see fireworks um, in Tatooine as they're flying off. So the annual pod racing event just occurred yeah. and they declared the winner. What well, they so call it like Bunka. Mm -hmm, the Bunka Parade or whatever Bunka, it was called. Something like that. Yes, it so. seemed like. 
It was based I was off the annual Christmas pod race vibes, but it's probably not. Yeah, Christmas. it was the pod race, pod um, race. the winner of the pod race. So the fireworks going on, definitely Wonder Woman 1984 right there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was right out of that. But anyway, yeah. so they leave then, and then we go right into we're at Mandalore now. I mean, yeah. we get into the planet Mandalore, and I mean, it's really, really cool. I mean, I'm really excited we get to go there um, for the first off, and then he, we see you know them in space, and Mandal and Dan is still teaching Grogu the ways of the Mandalorian. He's showing yeah. him, like this is where our people were. And lived and everything is showing him really cool. Showing him like where he grew up in his planet. I would like to see that sometime this season. I yeah, think that'd be cool. And then so what like, Bo-Katan is? And- that's Bo-Katan's planet. Yep. Here's Mandalore. Here's Mandalore. I didn't know they had like three different like systems and moons. Yeah, like moons. That's right. Or- right. Mandalore's the main planet, but they have um, of course the other planets. Yeah, the moons around it, but it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they land on Mandalore for the first time, and it's definitely very like you know, it's definitely in ruins and everything. And when they finally do show it, it looks just like the animated show. Like yeah. I know you weren't expecting like it to show that much. It was listen, man, it was beautiful. It was. It I was can't incredible. even lie, the CGI on Mandalore is amazing. It was. It was this really good. I mean, it looked just like it did um, in the animated series, only in ruins. And yeah. you know, you'd think it's been hundreds of years that it passed, but it's only been like twenty. So that's really? how crazy. It's only been. twenty. Yeah, oh, wow. so it's pretty insane how um, how much damage is done from the purge and everything. So it's really cool to see. Yeah. All right. So then he sends R five over to test the atmosphere, but he does not come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, bro, the bro is not the coming bro is back. Dead. Of course, bro um, is dead. And then Dan, then he's like, oh, well, wait a minute. And the Grogu's like, no, you gotta go after him. Yeah. <laughs> like looking at him, like, fine, I'll go after him. That was funny. <laughs> oh, I gotta love Grogu. He's the MVP always. MVP. In the show. All right. So Dan goes after the droid. And then we see this whole, you know, interaction. They go in and he finds him. He fights these villain guys. These freaking, I mean, I do appreciate that they, they you know, they just didn't, didn't just creatures. use special effects, you know, right. like they made right. like legit costumes, mm-hmm. but like, and I just felt it was clear that they were like humans. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think they were that clear. Like they look goofy. Like they look like, you know, when you were a kid on Halloween. Okay. You know, and they'd be like staying in yeah, somebody's I, yard. I understand that. But some of the other creatures that we'll talk about later. I will say they look good. better, but yeah, these specifically... And, but the freaking man, like Mando just like throwing him off the ledge. I'm yeah. like, holy crap. Yeah, hype, hype. If I would have him, I would have flown off the ledge and just shot them. And with the way, my I mean, gun, he was dude. using his dark saber. I mean, it's still showing that he can't use the dark saber that yeah. well, which makes sense. Um, he's not experienced with it, but it's it's really he cool to see his character. Like, falls I know, he's like, like, ah, ah, ah. I know. I know. Yeah. Which that that whole lore surrounding the dark saber and its ability and its fighting style is all developed in Rebels. Um, so mm. if you guys want to check that out for um, more information about the dark saber and how to wield it, it is all in Rebels. Um, then he goes back for Grogu. They test the atmosphere, realize it's good, and then Sean Mendes cameo comes again. Um, <laughs> Sean Mendes keeps on they, popping like, up in I mean, this show. Man, La La this Cardinal, time he can Shawn fly. Mendes, he can fly. <laughs> he can fly. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, Sean Mendes is back in smaller I capacity. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear that? Oh man, That's that like was great. Card coming out that was that was fantastic. And then Mando and Grogu end up exploring the mines, and well, not even the mines, the city. They see this underground city after yeah. the old undergrowth. This is where Darth Maul faced Ahsoka. This is where Satine died in Obi Wan's yeah. arms. This is, I uh, mean, all this history here, incredible. And I mean, I can go out and say, and I know for a fact, all the Mandalore arcs in Clone Wars were the best episodes. Were the best, one hundred percent, the best episodes. And That's one of the best things they did is creating that world. Oh yes, you know? dude, it was amazing. They needed and something that. like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is why the Mandalorian was born. The show, so it's it's really cool mm. um, to see that. And then 
Um, Din is unfortunately taken captive by this crazy cyborg bug thing. And you have to admit, this part was incredible. Oh, this this bug fire. was incredible. What, what was that bug? We don't dude. even know. It was like a general grievous mixed with like this alien creature, like yeah. kind of thing. Like he had the like controlling that that freaking body was yes. terrifying, but then controlling that it was huge terrifying. Machine. And yeah. like he literally, I, I liked he, it a lot. He kidnapped Din. Din's enabled. He said, "Grogu, go after Bo-Katan. And I mean, he's over there. They're getting ready to suck out his blood and yeah. everything. Well, it's see, like, why whoa. if he's a robot? Well, he's not fully robot, but why would he want Din's blood? Is this thing probably? I mean, my remind is um, when I think of um, the Clone Wars episode where um, Savage Press goes after and try to find Darth Maul and that weird snake thing. And yeah. He's like, Master the leftovers. You know, that's what I think of. So yeah. maybe this is his only source of meal. Because um, I'm thinking, like, there hasn't been a person down there. No, for, so they've like, probably been eating like the right? um, the creatures, uh, the creatures uh, they come by and then take assume. their blood. Okay, mm-hmm. I was wondering, like. Okay, that's so. what I would assume. And then if he comes across the path. He's like, "Oh, a new meal." <laughs> yeah, I wonder. So, he there's no way he was there before no, the purge, right? No. Well, I mean, um, Bo-Katan reveals later. I'll go ahead and say this: that she um, reveals later that these people were in the outskirts of Mandalore, not in the cities. But now, ever since the ruins, they've got the Alamites. That yes. those, but I don't, yes. I don't know about the the freaking. I, I'm probably the same kind of boat. I would imagine the robo bug because he was like he was a bug in the head like the big old eye kind of like Modoc right no kind of like the um, the creature in uh, New Hope the the trash creature oh yeah the trash creature kind of like that I don't really know um, the history behind it maybe they'll explain but it was a cool creature it was cool really it was unique it was different a new Star Wars element and it was scary so I was like oh hype hype all right, and then he sends Grogu after Bo, and then we have this awesome Grogu montage of Grogu's getaway. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> they just freaking zoom in Dude, back to the cave. Like he's zooming, he's like, you know, in my new his, his Bugatti, and he's like, you know, he's Sean going. Sean Mendes is chasing Sean him. Sean Mendes is chasing him, <laughs> and he's doing crazy flips yeah, now. He's flips. like Jedi flips. Alamite gets in his way and just shoves and him. No, out he of the shoves cave. him with the force, and yeah. it's incredible. And then he he's learning so much to where he can get in the ship, and he actually can go yeah, after Bo-Katan. Flips in the ship. Yeah, flies. that was hype. Then when he flipped in the ship, that was awesome. That yeah. was legendary. And then he flies over to Bo-Katan. And Bo-Katan is originally, she's like, oh, why is he back again? She goes like, let's get rid of him once and for all. But that doesn't make sense like with what you see for the rest of the episode. No. Like, I fully believe that she was going there to like to kill him and take the I don't the think she saber. was going to go there to kill him necessarily, but um, I think she just wanted to just get rid of him and tell him to never come back. I don't know the exact history of it, but no. the way that it's developed in this episode is really, really well done, and we'll talk about that in a minute when she gets there. See, like, I'm surprised, like, why would she want to save him? You know what I'm saying? Like, how right. does that benefit her going with Grogu? Well, if... I mean, very clear reasons the dark saber. I mean, if he's destroyed, the dark saber's gone. I mean, it's, it's un, under Mandalore. There's no chance of getting it back. So it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, she could always go back and but faces the risk of being caught. And, so she needs it maybe for the dark saber. And plus, I mean, she just would feel dishonorable just seeing after he's dead, just to pick it up, take it. I mean, that's not her yeah, style. I know. Yeah, um, she abides so, by the rules, right? So it's it's you know that's that's definitely the primary reason. But okay. we see some character development. Um, really good character development develop in this episode later <laughs> She's on. She's so edgy, man. She just it like is. pouts on her throne the whole time. But for good reason. I'm really She's enjoying like, her character. I, I grew up royalty, but man, I had such a hard time. But you should totally leave your clan. But I'm not going to leave my clan and right. all my rules. But it's incredible the way that it is and the way it's set up because of her history. And I'll talk about that in a minute, how they've done it. Because it's, it's amazing. She's, she's a little too edgy, I feel well, like. Just wait until I explain it to you. So Grogu... Um, 
you know, gets there with Bo and Bo quickly uh, goes to help Den Jarden and his struggle of um, the insect creature cyborg thing. And she pulls the dark saber and she wields it effortlessly, 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 effortlessly. Wait, I don't know how to effortlessly, effortlessly, that's effortlessly. I can't even pronounce it. I don't know why. Anyway, she really does it really well. And she just absolutely claps the creature, which is awesome. It's showing actually good lightsaber mechanics Yeah, for the first time in a while that we've seen actually really good uh, useful lightsaber because she has trained with it she has experience with it and she's worthy of it so and it watching her use that like you could see that like yo she wants that thing she does and it just goes to show like that's why they had Din use it earlier to mm-hmm. show that even though he's the owner right he doesn't know how to wield it like not her as, not as much she just then. gets and claps right. the dude but she doesn't go for the head right, right. like Thanos and then he crawls back in his machine but then she does go for the head <laughs> then she goes crazy on that machine yes yo. that was hype that was actually really Sliding cool under it, cutting, yep. it, cutting out the legs. That was a really cool scene. That I was crazy, that. dude. Um, but before that, she actually she's talking to Grogu, and she's like, um, I actually knew quite a few Jedi and stuff. So hitting, of course, I was hoping for a name drop. Because we got Boba Fett name drop, and we didn't get I like <laughs> That's why they're, they're building. So I think they're they're definitely building towards something because she's leaving some stuff out. Mm. Um, so mm. then after she rescues Din, um, she decides that, he cannot go alone um, yeah. to the um, down below to the uh, waters, the living waters of Mandalore. So she decides to help him on their quest. And this is where the buildup of character development and understanding starts to emerge. So first off, there is a clear chemistry between the two characters being built. They're in love. Um, which I love. I really do actually ship them. I think that would be really good. I, I mean, think it's kind of sus. Because let me think about it. It's the princess of Mandalore and a knight of Mandalore. I mean, that's like the perfect like fairy tale story. So it's like... Yeah, but together. usually the knight rescues the princess, not right. the other way around. Right, but that could happen later on. So, I mean, just something like that would be really cool um, to see them. I, re- I really do ship them. But then they start talking, um, and they're giving details of their past and things like that. You know, she's explaining her past, how her father was um, the ruler of Mandalore at one point and how he was very Mandalorian oriented. She loved her father and, you know, she, you know, her father taught him, taught her all this stuff and the ways yeah. of uh, Mandalore. But if those of us in the Clone Wars fans know that she's leaving out quite a few details, um, she's leaving out mostly her sister, Satine, mm. um, who we know that she definitely feels responsible for her death. Yeah. So that's probably a big reason because she's the one who brought Maul in um, to Mandalore. So. She definitely feels a lot of responsibility there, so she's leaving that to Dan. I think definitely think that will be explained later, and that she'll talk about it, yeah. and um, that's where a lot of the character development comes because she's she's very she blames herself for a lot of the things that she's done. I mean she 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 explained how she was very you know she believed in the armor, she believed in the military ways of the Mandalore, and how Satine. I mean they didn't name drop her, but she was a pacifist. She wasn't all for those ways. She was more reserved. She wanted the Mandalore yeah. be a peaceful society, um, and then that you know it turned out badly for her. And it's Bo-Katan's fault, and she blames mm. herself for those. And because of that, Bo-Katan has lost the majority of her faith in the ways of Mandalore, the ways of like you know the, the you know the living waters, and not trusting in that, yeah. and all of those stuff, which is the reason she's like she is. I mean, she's so I can't believe she still and, holds to it. Like I right. would just dip completely. No, nah, I mean you know? she she hosts these ways because I mean this is where she was raised. She you know father. She's a princess of Mandalore, so she feels obligated to these to these systems. But then now. Um, Mando comes in and Mando has so much faith more than she's seen before into this Mandalore and to the lore around it and everything. And he's giving, and he's 
been giving her back some yeah. and that's the cool part and that's the reason like they're building it like this and i love it and as bo katan has, has lost her faith but mando has so much faith he's willing to give it back to her yeah. and it's like you know them she's kind of piggybacking back right, off of that now right and, and that's more explained later on as as the episode finishes out too yeah. and we'll talk about that in a minute but the the just the character about how she's leaving out a lot of what she's done you know bringing maul in bringing you know working yeah. with the Vizsla clan working with all this stuff and doing these dumb things that she didn't realize at the time that she thought was right and end up in the death of her pacifist sister Satine, um, which was super, super emotional and sad in Clone Wars, as we that all know. One, I think that was the worst death, dude. No, well, it probably was. Like, that and fives, man. That and fives yeah. was two of the most brutal. But yeah, it was so emotional and sad. And her not revealing those names um, and not revealing why she had lost the faith is what we're going to build to, is how she's going to open up more to yeah. Din. And gonna, we're going to see that. My sister. Yeah, we're going to see that relationship blossom, which I think was incredible um, to see each other rekindle each other's faith and then go from there. And so, whoa, yeah, so whoa, it's really, really cool. Whoa. Um, to see. So I'm really liking that character development of the both. Mm. So then they finally get to the living waters and Bo is sarcastically talking about the past and reading it off the thing, like how she used to have to memorize it. And yeah. Work with and it. And how she got dipped or whatever. Right, right. And she's sarcastically, she's not, she obviously doesn't believe in this anymore. Yeah. Um, but Mando's like, who? Ooh, he's like very attention. He's like, oh, he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah, <laughs> Dude, he was so funny. I loved him in this episode. All he's right. Good. So but Mando, he's, he's getting in. He still doesn't take his helmet off. He's very, he's, he's adamant. He take his helmet he's off. adamant about not taking his helmet off ever again, because he knows he's eating with it on. He, after like, he's going in the water with he it, with it on. Remember in the episode he went, oh, <laughs> I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, he like had to bend back and go, oh, oh, you know. It's like, <laughs> Wait, one more time. How was he doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, man. There's one lesson I've learned. Is that is there? If there is a dark body of water, especially underground, bro. Mm-hmm. Like. You do not be stepping in that. No, thing. but he. I mean, again, he's like, I need to be back in the watch. I need to be Mandalorian again. So he's stepping in and he's saying this whole path. He's like saying this whole speech. He's like, you know, give me back to the man. Yeah, this I'm is getting hyped and all this stuff. And then he just drops just and he drops because of his armor. His Beskar armor makes him sink. See, I thought someone had grabbed no, him. I, that's what I initially thought. Um, but then as I was watching, it's like, okay, it was actually him, his Beskar armor dragging him down to the sur- to the bottom. And Bo-Katan's like, oh, frick. So she has to go in there. And this is actually very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, uh, give me a synonym. Uh, sim- synonym, uh, symbolic. That's it. That's what symbolic. This is yeah. very symbolic because you see Mando, who has so much faith, believes that these living waters will actually not heal him, but heal him of, to bring him back into the ways yeah. and it goes from apostate to back to Mandalorian. And it's symbolic in the sense of Bo-Katan, who's lost her faith, goes in this living water as well with the possibilities of rekindling her own faith mm. because of these waters as well, yes. which is really cool. She's so saying they both emerge like mm. a new person. Right, right. And this is what it's kind of representing. Yeah. So she goes after him. She's smart. She wears the jetpack in. He does not. Uh, and Listen, so I don't understand how he fell so far. Yeah, like if, sh- if you look at the bottom, brother, he was like five hundred feet down yeah. at least. You it know, was a lot. Like she's just going full speed down. He's all the way at the bottom. Yep. So I mean, maybe somebody did drag him, but the way it seems is that he was yeah, just pulled down. But- be. Just oh, no. armor. See, I didn't think about that. I thought yeah. it was yeah, the best guard, the great armor. But then as they're rising up, uh, Bo-Katan is shocked to see a living mythosaur in this water, and this is actually very representative and really cool because the mythosaur. Um, the lore around it. I mean, she was reading about it 
before they yeah, entered the like, living water, how the first Mandalorian had, had one. conquered them, had yeah, them, rode and, them, and built the labyrinth, built, yeah, built yeah. all this stuff. The, Down the, there. the um, symbol of the bounty hunters, the, that, that skull that you see yeah. is the skull of a mythosaur, um, and the symbol of the Mandalorians and all this stuff that is a mythosaur. So she sees one living again, rekindling more yeah. faith. She's like, maybe all this is true. Maybe what he's saying is right. Yeah. And I'm in the wrong. So she's starting to get that as well. Yeah. And then that's how the episode ends is when they're emerging from the water, like all, oh, you know, breathing. I, I was terrified when I saw that mythosaur. Yeah, dude. It's it definitely you know. bringing in, you know, they're still alive. They're still around. And it's really bringing in. So, I, I mean, that's why I really enjoyed this episode because the character development was so great, so greatly executed. And we're going to get mm. it even more in the coming episodes. And just, it was awesome to go to Mandalore. We're going to be back next next week and uh, episode three. So I just really think it was a great and really well-written episode, yeah. personally. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Our podcast, Here's in the Moment, is available on all major podcast platforms, so check it out. Uh, speaking of, our last episode was our... What was our last episode? I can't remember. Weekly Recap It's our weekly, weekly Recap 29, so that went hard. We're covering, obviously, this show, that, and then we got Shazam! coming up soon so be on the lookout for that if you want to stay up to date with all of our news announcements all that jazz check out our socials instagram and here's in the moment and the podcast <laughs> not the podcast <laughs> here's in the moment tiktok sorry here's in the moment with an extra t yeah and we just want to thank you guys for listening and as always we love you 3000 <laughs>